And we're back on the spot, not moving, not flinching, maybe breathing, inadvertently blinking, but we are staying right here on this spot. We're glad that you're joining us, listening in. My name's Ben. I'm joined by Kelly and Devin. Hello. And we're just, don't, don't, it's not your turn to talk yet. Hang on a second. I'm still doing the intro, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyhow, glad you're back. Episode three. Uh, this week, we are going to, uh, we're having Devin choose our conversational topic. We hope that everyone had a great Fourth of July holiday. Um, Wednesday was the Mondayest feeling Wednesday in the history of all Wednesday that feels like Monday type thing, right? Mm. Yes, sir. It's your turn to talk now. I mean, yeah, y'all can go. <laughs> Amen to that. Well, great to be here today. I'm, I'm just blessed that we can spend some time encouraging one another and encouraging anybody who listens. Want to give a shout out to the Wolves yeah, um, for yeah. their fantastic uh, event at their house. It was just they did a wonderful job. Food was fantastic and the fellowship was even better. And the fireworks were great, too. Um, they, they didn't kill anybody. This, so that was great, right? Listen, any anytime you have Chad and Kelly in charge of any <laughs> yes. type of explosive oh, detonation. Anything, and everybody's got all ten digits. Yeah. Everybody's not concussed. That's a win. It yeah. was, and, and you know, we just before we started recording here, you know, Kelly, Kelly's a fidgeter. No man, I mean, like he's just constantly <laughs> got something going. I mean, right now his feet are just just Same flying, <laughs> you know. And we actually developed a new term out there at the Wolves uh, on the fourth. Yeah. Tell us this term. Um, yeah, well, just really quickly. Um, Kelly was there, and then he was not. Mm -hmm. We didn't know if he had an eunuch experience. We didn't know Ethiopian eunuch type thing. Uh, we, we didn't know exactly what happened because Kelly was there. And then the next thing you know, he's gone. And we turn around and we look and he's walking down a field somewhere, just like by himself. You know, and, and we developed a new verb, blodgeting. Yeah. You were blodgeting. Yeah, they said well, because, yeah, they, they were like, what's, what's Kelly doing? I was like, He's blodgeting. I was making Great sure the term. fireworks were okay. And and there's there's no other explanation needed. Yeah. If you know Kelly, you know exactly you know, what we say. Exactly. We that is blodgeting. perfect. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have to keep that one and maybe even <laughs> preach on that and use that term in a, in a right. sermon. Right. I'll put it in there. That's in the new Ben James version of the Bible. <laughs> I'll put that in next. Out of the book of First Fleshalonians. I love it. Well, amen. Let's, uh, let's start off with the word of prayer. Um, and uh, we'll... We'll just go on to our little topic after that. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for your grace and mercy in our lives, for your son, Jesus Christ. We just uh, thank you for fellowship that we get to talk and encourage and laugh, even tease each other, Lord. We thank you for that uh, it, it binds our hearts together. We ask that you would bless this time and bless the listeners uh, that would hear this and, and cause us all to grow in your grace and the knowledge of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, um, what do you know, got for us today, buddy? I am, you know, I'm thinking about a word. I'm not going to make you guess. What it I'm, is. I'm a thinking. <laughs> I'm a thinking. You know, really, what I've been thinking about, you know, just this past few weeks, I've been dealing with the term sacrifice. Now, I'm not talking about the sacrifices in Israel where they, you know, offer bulls and goats. Okay, so we're not Old Testament. So not Old Testament. Okay. Yeah, I All am right. talking New Testament sacrifice, and I'm not talking about the sacrifice that God gave us for His Son. Even though that can be part of this, I want to talk about what sacrifices we make as Christians or should make as Christians. Mm. What happens? Why do we do it? 
And what's the result of it? Um, so what do you guys think about this word sacrifice? Let me start over here with Kelly. What's springing into yeah. your mind? Well, as I'm going through the prophets, let me tell you what those are about. No. <laughs> <laughs> way, okay, way to stay done. out of the Old Testament yeah, there, Kelly. No, sorry. <laughs> um, no, but uh, for me, it's it's really, it's 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 a lot of it is self-denial. Hmm. You know, because uh, what I want a lot of the times is not what, is good and what is pleasing to the Lord. And so sacrifice to me a lot of times is, is denying myself. You know, I mean, I think of Romans, of course, Romans yeah, comes right to yeah. mind and, and, you know, often my body's a living sacrifice. Mm. So what does that mean? It means that I don't live for myself anymore. It means that my, my body is not just my, uh, my, a tool for pleasure anymore. You know, I mean, I was a hedonist for, you know, 30 years. And so all I did was seek pleasure. And now, you know, I'm called to not do that. And so, it takes sacrifice, you know, it takes a, you know, I don't, okay, don't go in the Old Testament, but it, it takes sacrifice. You can, you can go that. to the Old Testament if it leads but, uh, to sacrifice. Well, I mean, it's, it's that, it's that killing of, uh, you know, an animal, you know, and it's, it's now it's the killing of the flesh and it's, it's hard to do. You know what I mean? It's not a natural thing for me to, to want to, to offer my body as a living sacrifice to God, you know, holy and pleasing. And, uh, so it's, it's hard. Sacrifice is hard. It's not an easy thing. I think that's uh, something I would like to say about that. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. What about Ben? What do you think? Yeah, this, uh, yeah, this this topic kind of takes me back to a conversation that Kelly and I were having yesterday. As a matter of fact, Kelly is developing our uh, study, our sermon series for the month of August here at First Church. And one of the conversations that we were having yesterday was about sacrifice mm-hmm. um, and talking about the, the fact of when we start looking at the Bible, um, we... We really have trouble sometimes. We we don't want to do what it plainly tells us to do, mm-hmm. but we like to insert a lot of our own thoughts into what it doesn't say anything about mm-hmm. um, or the things that it maybe says less about. Mm. Sacrifice is a theme all the way from cover to cover. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like Jesus in the gospel says that unless, you know, lay down your life, mm. you know, that's what Jesus expects of us laying down your life. And Romans 12 that Kelly referenced, that goes back to, you know, I mean, we even talked about that on Sunday is like, you know, for this is your reasonable spiritual service, mm. living as a sacrifice, holy and pleasing unto God. That's, that's the first step into Christianity. That's not like, hey, I have arrived point of Christianity. Mm. That's laying ourselves on uh, to be a sacrifice in our life uh, for Christ is that entry level point. Uh, and yeah, I mean, that we do, we put more energy into not sacrificing for God than what we, what it would take to actually be mm. a living sacrifice. Oh yeah. T- my daughter, she's so funny. I'll, I'll just say, hey, can you drink some water? And then she'll she'll start crying. She's like, I can't drink it. And then I'm like, um, that sounds reasonable to me, Devin. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. She'll she'll go into a whole thing about not wow. drinking the water, why she can't. It tastes yucky, you know. Those thing. And I'm like, oh, hey, sweetheart, don't think about all those things. Just lift the glass to your mouth and start doing it. You know, if you do that one thing, then you won't worry about the rest. And I love it, you know, because we spend ten minutes going through this process of just having to sip the water. You know, we're almost mm-hmm. a almost a discipline process. You know, just yeah. drink the water. Matthew 18 going on there. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so finally she'll drink the water, you know, and then, but it, she could have did it in 30 seconds because it's not a big glass, you know, it's just, so yeah, like you said. Um, okay, so here's another kind of an aspect and we've kind of alluded to this, but why do we sacrifice? In other words, where does sacrifice come from in our lives? And we could talk about both good and bad motives. Mm. What do you guys think about that? Well, I think that uh, whenever, you know, Paul talks about uh, taking up his cross daily, uh, you know, the, the flesh has to be uh, corralled. Man, that's not strong. That's not a strong enough term. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we live in a body with tendencies that wants to do everything but sacrifice, and we live in a culture that tells us that we should not have to sacrifice anything that we want, mm-hmm. anything that we desire, or anything that in our own minds and in our lives feels right to us, uh, and. You know, there is pleasure in sin for a season, right. but the end thereof is death. Uh, some, most of the time, I'll just make this statement, most of the time, sacrificing is not pleasant. Like in the process of the end result is always, always blessed, always pleasant, always rewarding. But it's in the process of that's when sacrifice gets gets really difficult. And I, to me, sacrifice is about um, it's about vision. It's about purpose. Like for the joy that was set before him, Jesus endured the cross. Mm. That sacrifice, there was purpose to that sacrifice. And it was joy, you know, he he entered into that willingly um, to experience that joy saying that I love is that um, you know uh, vision gives purpose to our pain mm-hmm. okay or, or, yeah Kelly why that's what you asked why so um, I'm gonna go uh, the long route here so just bear with me yeah because I'm uh, so concise and everything with my yeah, rambling no. yeah. <laughs> well you give a, a five minute timer okay <laughs> good so, stuff Anyhow. Sacrifice is, I mean, literally that means to slaughter something to, to God, right? To, to offer a sacrifice to God. It, and so I was thinking about, I, I'm going to go back to the Old Testament again, because I, I, I'm going to, I'll bring it back. Don't worry. But, uh, you know, when, when they would raise an animal for a sacrifice, you know, a lot of the times they would, like a lamb, you would raise it and it would be like part of your family, like your first, I mean, you would take super good care of this. So it was a perfect sacrifice. You know, you would take care of this thing. For a whole year, when you when you offered that at the altar, man, that hurt. You know, it was like, I mean, the, the kids were like, you know, I mean, think about up at the wolf's house with the kids playing with the animals and stuff. And and like already they got a bunch of bunnies up there. But they're now Chad was joking with me. He's like, I'm not allowed to slaughter them now because they're, uh, part, you know, the kids love them. And but after a year of this thing just being with you and stuff. And so it caused a lot of suffering, that sacrifice, you know, it, it hurt. And so. I think, you know, with us, uh, you know, I've, I've shared with people before, but it's like when you deny yourself and you are, you truly live as an, as a, or offer your body as a living sacrifice, dude, that causes some suffering. I don't know about for you, but when I deny what I, what my body wants to do and I say, no, we're not going to do this, man, that causes suffering. And mm. so what does suffering co- produce? Endurance, right? And, and perseverance we see in the, in other places in the Bible and in Romans and in James and, and so 
why do we, uh, you know, why do we sacrifice? We sacrifice because that's what we're called to do, but we, uh, we do it because it, it grows us. You know, it's like, we don't ever grow when we do whatever feels good all the time. Mm. Right. I mean, if you just do what feels good, you don't grow, mm. you don't mature. And so to me, it's like, I mean, that's ultimately, you know, God knew that it would take us denying ourselves this sacrifice, this living sacrificially for the Lord to grow in grace and to grow in maturity in Christ. How about, you know, let's talk about a negative aspect of sacrifice. And in, in the sense that not everything that we sacrifice comes from a pure motive. Look at Paul. Mm -hmm. Paul was a person that sacrificed his whole life to be a Pharisee. Yep. But it wasn't a positive sacrifice until God tra transformed his life because he said he was arrogant. You know, I mean, even though he listed one time, he said, man, I was this, I was that, I was all this. And these things were gained to me, but what things were gained to me. So I want to talk about how does a person, what motive does that come from? I, I, honestly, I mean, Kelly and I've talked a lot. I'd like to hear some of your thoughts on that. Well, you know, I, I you know what? One thing that kind of stands out to me is what you sacrifice for is what you will fall in love with. Yeah. Hmm. Whatever you're sacrificing for is going to tie your heart. You could sacrifice for anything. You could sacrifice for your family. You could sacrifice mm -hmm. on another aspect. You could sacrifice for your job or you could sacrifice for even the wrong things. You could spend so much time and exclude everybody else because you're sacrificing for the TV. You're at the altar of the TV. And, you know, I'm not saying that the TV's wrong or anything like that, so, you know, but if it becomes the place where you're sacrificing other things because you have to, you know, have this right. one thing in your life and it, it binds your heart to, you know, what you sacrifice for is what your heart is bound to. And it kind of, that's where, you know, why I look at, you know, if, if I'm sacrificing for the right things out of the right motive, then my heart will be bound to the Lord out of love. Yeah. Because it, first of all, it has to come that I'm doing this from love. That's got to be my motive. You know, the motive is that I want I want to be closer to Jesus, so I'm going to even exclude this thing, which people might even call good sometimes, but it's the enemy. You said last um, Chop for Time was the good is the enemy of the best. I remember hearing that uh, mm -hmm. when I was, you know, and so, hey, that sacrifice that we're making out of a motive of love, if I want my heart to be more bound to him, because whatever I sacrifice for is what my heart, Jesus put it this way, you can't serve two masters. Yeah. You either love the one or hate the other. Whatever you're sacrificing, whoever you're obedient to, and I think that's a key point. We we take upon a sacrifice is like, hey, we're we're becoming in, um, we're becoming attached to this thing, whatever it is, or person or place or whatever. You know, we make sacrifices, and like I said, some sacrifices are awesome and cool, and but we just need to be watchful of what we're sacrificing for. Absolutely. Because if we sacrifice for the wrong thing or for the wrong motives, that can attach our heart even to a bad attitude. And that's so important in sacrificing. Thoughts on that? Yeah. yeah I, I think you nailed it, you know, right there on the head. I mean, it, it, it comes back to what are we valuing? Um, because I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about some of the universal sacrifices that... Uh, we would all face uh, one of those would be our time mm. right mm -hmm. yeah I mean I, I, I think about exactly. that I uh, you know I, I'm the past decade into health fitness nutrition yes doing that type of thing and and one of the one of the things that I 
just hammer on over and over and over again to anybody that I, whether they're a client or just somebody I'm talking with is like, I want to tell you up front that you don't have time for this. Mm. You, you don't have time for it. So now you're left with a couple options. How are you going to take that off the table? You, you've got to either make the time, find the time or steal the time. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and if that's true for our physical health, like I'm, you know, I'm a four thirty, five o'clock in the morning kind of guy. So I'm getting up and I'm starting my processes to kickstart my system and my body to have the best health and nutrition day that I could possibly have. Right. Uh, and if I'm that committed and that willing to steal the time away when I could sleep that extra hour, hour and a half for this earthly temple that's here for a moment, as James says, we're a vapor. We're a mist. Uh, how much more should I be willing to sacrifice that time for things of a spiritual nature? Amen. Uh, so, I, you know, I think it's just that that thing you love, thing you're focused on. What's that motive of your heart? What is that value and that priority in your life? Right. I, I, I'll come to you, Kelly, and just say, you know, and I, I come back again to the Apostle Paul. For so many years, he sacrificed, but it produced in him an arrogant attitude, mm-hmm. self-righteousness. He thought he was better than other people, and mm-hmm. that's what he sacrificed for. And so he felt justified in his position because he was a man who kept the law, who did these things, who knew nothing against himself until Jesus said, you're arrogant. And, you know, and that point out, and I just look at that because he made that many sacrifices. That was his identity. And that's so important too. We've sacrificed to produce our identity. And and so, you know, my encouragement is to every Christian, everybody who's listening, and even ourselves is like, hey, we need to continually evaluate what am I making sacrifices for? What am I giving you such a powerful thing that you just meant? What am I giving my time to? Mm-hmm. Because that's really where we're making our sacrifices. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly where my mind went to. And thinking about in the morning, you know, I, I have six kids and so and, and I'm married. And, and so if anything comes before my, 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 my ministry to my family, to my wife and children, then there's something off there mm-hmm. because God's never going to call me to put so much time into ministry that I neglect my, my responsibility as a husband and as a father. Mm-hmm. And so if I find myself sacrificing all this time away from my kids to excel and to, to, you know, to move into ministry and to become a minister, that's not of God. I, I, you know, it's easy to, to fool ourselves thinking that we're doing something righteous, like what you're saying with Paul and, and look at, he had all the wrong motives, you know? And so that's so important because I mean, like I said, God's never going to tell you to, to, to destroy your family to, you know, to preach his word. That's, that's contradictory. That doesn't even make sense. And right. so, you, you, you know, that's spot on with, with that sacrificing our time and time is, and that's our most precious resource, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I love that. That's very good. And my encouragement too is, you know, when people say, I love God, we need to, you know, are you sacrificing for him? What have you given up for Jesus? Mm-hmm. And and that's mm-hmm. what, you know, you could sit in a pew and come here on Sunday morning. Uh-huh. But, you know, what else? You, and, and I know this comes a practical, but hey, do I spend time in his word? 
Mm-hmm. Do you talk to him throughout the day? Because those are small sacrifices. Small sacrifices equals to a big heart of love. You know, it just keeps yeah. growing. And you make time to sacrifice for God because you say, I love you. And then it comes back to Romans 12, 1 that, you know, Pastor, you preached on, you know, living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, my mom used to tell me it's it's easier to be a dead dead body than a living sacrifice you know yeah it's you just you know a living sacrifice means it's perpetual right and the way that he intros that verse you know don't be conformed to the world be transformed by the renewing of your mind yes and i think i think also because he starts off with there i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god in other words it's not coming from me my sacrifice is not because I'm such a great guy, because I'm not, but because God has mercy in my life that transforms me and makes me want to love him just like he loved me. Yeah. He bound himself to us. How? Well, he created us I and mean, all that kind of stuff, but you know, I mean, he, he gave his son the greatest yeah. sacrifice ever. Yeah. Well, and just the mercy of God. I mean, to, to think that we're sitting here talking today, we're recording this, and listen, if you're hearing this and this is ministering to your heart or you're feeling that conviction, that is solely because of the mercy of God. Amen. Solely because of the mercy of God that we're doing any of these things that we're doing. Right. Because we, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's a whole, that's a whole nother discussion right there, but it's just by the mercies right. of God. I know you left your... You left a job uh, uh, to come out here to Kentucky to go to school to serve God, sacrifice. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a whole big plant. You've been going through a lot of struggles, but you're maintaining your you know, sacrifice. That's a lot. It has been so hard. And, and uh, but like, you know, like you both just said, it's it's only because I I realized the mercy that God has extended to me that mm-hmm. I didn't get the, the that wrath and punishment that I deserve you know for the way I lived my life for so many years you know that He had shown mercy and grace to me. It's only because of that that I I even would be able to offer my body as a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not that like you said I I couldn't conjure that up. I don't have it in me to do that. I don't have, I, like I said, I don't want to deny myself. I don't want to do, I don't want to spend time in doing this or doing that, you know, or, or like you said, reading, I mean, just these basic things, reading the Bible, praying, you know, going, uh, doing things as a church family, all these things that mm-hmm. uh, we know are good. But when we're not, when we're not living in that awe, which I think we're going to hear more about on Sunday, but when you're not really living in the reality of, of, of how awesome God is and how big God is and mm. actually what he did in your life. Yes. Then you really aren't going to l- truly live as uh, as a living sacrifice. You're not going to really grasp sacrifice in your life. Great point. You know, I, I think one of the scripture allusions that kind of strikes out my mind right now was the time when the women came in with a very expensive uh, jar of, you know, alabaster oil, you know, and, and spike nard oil, and she broke it on Jesus' feet. And Judas, who was the person that was in charge of the funds, got mad Mm -hmm. because of the sacrifice that she had made. And I love what Jesus says. You know, this woman has much sense. She loved much. Yeah. You know, don't don't even cast her down because and it's just so awesome yeah. when we talk about the sacrifice that we often give God just the the dredges of our day. You know, oh, we'll give him that little five minute time period over there because that's the he gets that much. He doesn't want that much. He wants it all. Yeah. 
I want to go back to, uh, you know, we've talked about Chad Wolf already. I had a discussion with him a couple months ago, and he was talking about how God was convicting him mm. of certain things in his life. And uh, he was laughing about, you know, one of the points that he and Lisa kind of disagreed with or, you know, disagreed with each other on was he said, I get up and I've been convicted that the first thing that I do is spend time in the word even before I drink coffee because I don't even want to be putting coffee in front of my time with God. Nice. And and he said, you know, his wife was like, don't you think that's a little extreme? And he went, well, maybe, maybe. But I mean, and, and my response to him was like, listen, brother, if that's what you're convicted of, that's what you do. That's, that's what you do. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's just that kind of mindset I think that has been missing in so many of our lives for mm-hmm. so long is this. Yeah. Listen, I know I've got responsibilities. God has blessed me with a job. God has blessed me with the family. God has blessed me with all of these opportunities, responsibilities, obligations. But those were never intended to be a blessing that supplanted him mm-hmm. as first in our lives. Yeah. And, and I just, I love that example. It's like, listen, I do it before I even do coffee in the morning. I'm like, good on you, brother. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, words blur together for me if I don't have my <laughs> coffee first. That's amazing. Amen. I, and I, I think that's a powerful thing is that, you know, is that we look at our lives and we say, you know, how can I fall deeper in love with Jesus? Am I encouraged? Make a sacrifice. Make yeah. one little sacrifice. Listen to what Holy Spirit is telling. We're going to come back to that one again. Bingo. R.T. Yeah. Kindle. You know, ask what is grieving the Holy Spirit and then don't do that. Yeah. And because Holy Spirit, I, you know, I've been uh, going through the book, Holy Fire, and I just love it, you know, because he says in there that, man, the indwelling of the Spirit, the presence of the Holy Spirit comes before the powering, empowering of the Holy Spirit. And I love that. You know, do you want God's power in your life? Man, make some sacrifices and get that Holy Spirit inside of you. Not that he's not there, but, you know, just where you, you, you know his presence is there. And then the empowering will come through and your love will just spring full because that's what we want. Yeah, a beautiful example of that. And this is my, this is my last thing I'm done. Okay. Um, but that indwelling coming first and the power coming second. Uh, Jesus, in the 40 days that he spent in the wilderness being tempted by Satan, mm. Scripture records that Jesus was led by the Spirit right. into the wilderness. You know, that indwelling, that leading of the Holy Spirit. He was led into the wilderness by the Spirit to be tempted. Scripture also records that he came out in the power mm. of the Spirit. Yeah. He went in led by the Spirit, came out in the power of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. Um, any closing thoughts? Just, uh, I got one real quick is that, you know, we kind of both touched on that is, is that sacrifice, you know, is, is giving something up, you know, and, uh, you know, Jesus fasted for those 40 days and, you know, mm. that's a, that's a fast right there, boys, <laughs> a little hungry there. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, just giving stuff up, but you know, uh, Lent, right. Every year is to celebrate millions of people around the world to give something up, to mm-hmm. focus more on God. And, and I would just encourage anyone that's listening, man, you, if you want more of the presence of God in your lives, try g- sacrificing something that's important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this last, I actually did Lent this last year for the first time ever, you know, uh, and I gave up, I took Facebook, the Facebook app off my phone. It sounds silly, right? But it was amazing that I took that app off my phone. And so to get on Facebook, I had to get on my laptop and get on there like that. Man, I can't tell you how much more time hmm. I was focused on God and on God's word because I wasn't just opening my phone and clicking on that button. 
So, you know, if you want, I mean, you know, if you want more discipline, more, more, more of the presence of God, you know, just try that with anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever you see in your life that's taken time away from your relationship with God or with anything in your life, man, give something up in his name and uh, see what happens. Amen. Good stuff. Pastor, close I, up. I'm good. I've talked enough. That's I'm just going to start with, uh, you know, finish with, with it. I start. Whatever you sacrifice for is what you're going to fall in love with. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to end with that. Let's uh, close out in a word of prayer. Pastor, would you close out? Absolutely. God, um, help us. Holy Spirit, lead us mm-hmm. into being living sacrifices. Um, help keep me on the altar because my tendency is to crawl off there. Mm-hmm. And I just pray that um, you would reveal in my heart in the hearts of my brothers, in the hearts of anyone that's listening here, areas that we are valuing over you, things that we're putting priority on above you and our relationship with you. Holy Spirit, expose those in our hearts today uh, and use that to draw us closer in our relationship with Jesus Christ. Father, I pray that, uh, that you would just continue to refine us, continue to keep us um, ever Uh, seeking your face, not to be content with just finding the pulse of, of, of God, but tracing that all the way to your heart. Um, Seek your face. That's my cry this morning in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.